The Gentleman's Review. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the podcast. 20. It's amazing, isn't it? This gets a full episode number, it does. does it? And what we're doing is, at the moment, we're on a, a pub crawl around Sorby Bridge, which is a little town in West Yorkshire, and uh, we're not actually telling the people in the pubs that we're recording. We're kind of doing a guerrilla podcast. Yeah. Uh, so that's, we're kind that's of... with an E... Yes. Than, uh, not not like a, a gorilla. A, yeah, not like a big hairy <laughs> podcast. So instead of a sort of large hairy primate podcast, we're doing a small war podcast. That's yes. it, yeah. I see. And that yeah. big bang you heard was actually Andy putting his drink down on the table. Ooh, um, did that bang? It did bang. Sorry, kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to do keeping a bit, it real. bit of a review of the year. And in the first podcast that we did, we did it um, uh, not really knowing what we're doing. And I sounded terrified all the way through it, which I thought I listened was good. to the first no, podcast. No real change for this one, then. No. I listened to the first podcast last week. Yeah. And it was, it was actually not as bad as I thought it would be in retrospect. It's like as silent as I remember being. You were very, initial... very quiet, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was very good. And uh, three, didn't it, to get we've also, Yes, we did get a lot better. Oh, we've also got an extra guest with us today, Mr. Richard Skeen, off Hello. of Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, all the way up here for the Christmas pub crawl. That's it. So we sneak. We snuck into this little pub. It's called uh, the what is the, what is the, the White, White Horse. White Horse. Uh, this is our second pub. It's our second. But we we're going to do it in the first one. But the music was too loud. Yeah. So it's twelve forty-five. It is. Twenty-seven. Yeah. That's it. And uh, the first podcast uh, we introduced. Um, I think it was we did Shannon Matthews. We introduced in the first podcast. Oh, I think she came up. We did a bit on um, uh, Paul McCartney's divorce yes. and Fiona Shackleton looking dirty when she was wet. I think we also did something about the idea of putting trampolines in the city of London. Ah, uh, yes, for all the uh, stockbrokers to flinging themselves out of windows. Yeah, I should think it was good. So that, that was uh, back there in either February <coughs> or March. Can't remember exactly when. And uh, so this, as uh, I say, podcast twenty. Kind of a review of the year, but I think what's going to happen is we're just going to sit here and yabber on. That's usually what we do, isn't um, it? It's worked for us so far. Mm. Um, trampoline was a name that I heard refer- uh, referring to a special room or drinks like that. You know, oh, like yeah. of gasoline for tramps. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would be good. Uh, not, not for their habit of bouncing straight back up again if you drink them too fast. <laughs> yeah. Those lovely ciders you get in the two-litre blue plastic bottles. Yeah. Superb stuff. Lovely. Oh, yummy. Lovely. You can get them in three-litre bottles <clears throat> if you know where to look. Yeah. Wow. In people's pants. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, adjust the microphone. That's fine there. Mm-hmm. Mainly so we can get us all in properly. There we oh, go. Right. Oh, is it going into all roundy mode? It's all now, roundy though? mode. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm sounding really loud now because I'm both of those that way. Yeah, this, as I say, guerrilla podcasting isn't as uh, an exact science as actual podcasting. No, we don't get our we don't get our bendy thingies and uh, oh, there we go. Okay. We don't get our bendy thingies with the, the, the little uh, table tennis rackets. On no, the we don't get any nice little homage. There'll at least be one of us that you can't hear properly. Yeah, <laughs> at some well, point. So everyone. I was be. thinking it's a good job you brought stealth microphones that no one will be able to see your yeah, recording. Yeah, I thought I thought these were <laughs> these are these secret. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll, I'll take a photograph of this, um, <laughs> just for posterity. I'll stick it up on the website. In our new gallery, if you go to the website, there's a new gallery up there. Is there indeed? Yes, there is. Um, will it have the music from the Tony Hart's thing and the, uh, it the gallery should music? Should do actually, because I think I've still got a copy of that from when Andy was going to do a gallery <laughs> on Brain Jam once. Now, he's somebody who hasn't done Yeah, I never got round to it. No. <laughs> but he's, he's quite ill, I've heard. He's he not ill, but more infirm. He's, he's, he's Tony Hart. Don't get out much. He looks a bit old mm. and flaky for a while now. I was reading an interview with him, and he said, apparently he still gets like invited out to open you know things and judge competitions and things. Oh, so I think he has to be wheeled there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the reason he does, he has a website. So I've looked at it quite recently. Oh, and yeah, it, it, it has quite a plaintive tone to it. It's like, I am still available to open church fates and things <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> Do you think he didn't plan adequately for his retirement? Well, I think he's probably blown all, all his money from television on plasticine and things like that. Yeah, cravats. Yeah, plasticine <laughs> and cravats. Expensive. With a cravat. Expensive Actually, habit to have. for us right now. In fact, I shall take a picture of Martin's cravat, which obviously won't be on the last photo. And I'll put that on the gallery as well. Yeah, yeah. it's quite fetching, really, isn't it? I think That's Martin could be maybe the new Tony Hart. Nice little pinstripe jacket there. Closer. Black overcoat, white shirt. I can't remember having no 
artistic talent. Crappy little beard. Yeah. Strange sort of hair. What sort of dog was that in the in the last pub? It was I a think, strange, I think noisy dog. Slobbery dog. Yeah. I think it was a George Foreman, uh, by which I mean a big fat boxer. Hey! <laughs> the West Pennines drool now. <laughs> Just yeah. amazing with that, George Foreman uh, produces the lean, mean grilling machine. But yeah, looks like it's half lard. Mm-hmm. Just think what he looked like before he got that grill. Yeah, that's probably what they're going for, because it's, it's only really porky people that will want to buy that kind of thing, because people are thin already. Uh, uh, I thought Martin had one of those grills. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Oh god! (laughs) So yeah, there we go. But yeah, so it's been it's been a funny year. I've I've really enjoyed this year. I'll I'll confess, it's been alright. Two thousand eight. Yeah, in general, Mm. I like the half of that I wasn't working. Yes, (laughs) I've had worse years, but uh, I've had better as well. I I really think it's been a bit in the middle. Oh well, that's that's okay. I mean, we're we're not all entitled to our opinions of the year, whether it was good or bad. But of course, I'm right. No, mine's best. My opinion is best. <laughs> I, 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 I got my opinion from a shop. Did you? Yeah. Was it a rabbit? Was it a pound shop? Yeah. yeah Actually, no. It wasn't. It was a 99p shop, which is the new pound shop. And that's where uh, your opinion came from. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed that recently? Wherever you go, there are no pound shops anymore. The 99p. Well, that's capitalism in action, yeah. action for you. I'm just going to say that since the VAT reduction. They are <laughs> I think I think they're just undercutting each other. It's you know market forces. Oh, mm. Although there is a problem, you can see the blood all over the uh, stock from the child labourers making yeah. it. It's well, all they're good for. Though. <laughs> I was always amused by the shop in Halifax, which decided to go on up on pound stretcher and call itself penny stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't just the name of the lady that ran the place? Who <laughs> <laughs> used to be a prostitute. Uh, Ballet yeah. dancer. Or a contortionist. <laughs> yes. yeah. That would have been cleaner. <laughs> dirty boy. <laughs> dirty dirty boy. Ah, yes. But yes, oh, but yeah uh, 99p shops, eventually down <clears throat> 30 penny shops, and eventually penny shops. All yeah. Out, and uh, that's when we realised the credit crunch has really hit home. Yeah. Maybe they'll now reintroduce they- the halfpenny. Do you remember? Well, I was just going to say oh. nowadays, because we no. couldn't have a halfpenny shop because we don't have halfpennies. But maybe I'm you're right. Just maybe about old enough to remember halfpennies. Uh... You're more than just about old enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> you properly remember halfpennies. Yeah. Not the old big ones that were the size of Oh, no, not enormous. Half a new penny, we all remember perfectly. Sorry, just say the old ones that are the size of the tuppence of maybe. I wouldn't call that a big one. Was that having girth or. Just in size, yeah. circumference. Yeah. The, the two new pens. I'm sure you can always use old hickneys in the little slot machines at the uh, you know sort of scratch of affair. Well, they were the, uh, getting the the old one and two shilling pieces instead of the new five and ten pences yeah. before they introduced the new small ones. Yes, yes. Florins, florins and shillings. Five alive Florins and shillings. Can't we? Yes, we are. Well, we don't remember the florins. Oh, well, I, I remember seeing one once. Before they switched to euros. Still for ten pences, oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, mm. five pences. Shillings. Before they switched no, shillings, to euros in the, uh, oh, yes. mm. in the Irish Republic, when they still had their whatever currency it was at the time, before the before euros, yeah. they were the same, they were exactly the same uh, shape as the British coins. Yeah. Uh, different. Well, it was, slightly, it was slightly just an Irish pronunciation of the word pound, though, wasn't <laughs> ah, it? Punt. So they were punt. Punt. Yeah. They, they were worth. Punt. Worth slightly it's less with the exchange rate. Yeah. The confusion when they went to Cambridge and such places. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was the one time I nearly got sacked from my holiday job. I'd been away to mm. Dublin for the weekend. Oh. Changed all my notes, the, the, the punts, got my change in coins, yep. and came back came back to work the next day, <laughs> and had all these Irish coins left over. <clears throat> and I thought, hmm, they look very much the same size. So we had tea and coffee machine and vending machine. <laughs> Used them all in that. Thought, this, is, this is great. They're worth less than ten p, but I can use it instead of a ten p. Of course, what happened at the end of the at the end of that week when they came to empty the machine, they found all these Irish coins in it. And they oh. they invited me into the office the next week. They said, "Richard, now we're not saying this was you, but we know that you had a week off and you went to the Republic of Ireland." The end of the next week, we emptied the vending machine. And it's full of Irish coins now. It might have been someone else, it might just be coincidence, but don't do it again, Richard. Do you uh, blame a leprechaun? Yeah. I said, well, I'm not saying it was me, I'm not saying it wasn't me, but you know, I, I won't do that again. <laughs> Honest governor. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a cunning plan, and I'd have gone away with it. <laughs> Should have just used them on buses like everyone else. Now, so. yeah. Well, we've come to the, the end of this pub now, so uh, while we're going and wandering on to the next one, uh, listen to these exciting clips of old shows and outtakes. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Um, French King mm. there. Um, and if you saw Martin Chuzzlewit, he played the Martin Chuzzlewit the senior in that particular adaptation ah. on the BBC. Uh, it, and if you can... Please, this may me sound like the ponziest middle class thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Search out uh, the double disc DVD from Amazon called London or Robinson in, and Robinson in Space. Fantastic. An, Anne Robinson in Space. <laughs> uh, yes, Anne Robinson is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him in that. <laughs> so, what's your petition going to be? Well, my petition is it's not particularly new with this one aspect. Lean away from the mic whilst you're talking. Ten years ago, people questioned whether the British could survive. And it's a testimony to the extraordinary work done by Alan Johnson as Health Secretary, beginning the deep cleaning of our patients who are ill. And he has been talking to patients and staff across the country about what should be done to close down wards so that doctors are denied the use of new technologies and treatments and cures. And I'm delighted to be built here in London and strong and confident enough to put real patients who are ill in a multi-million pound investment to pioneer smoking and drinking, but most of all, obesity, and of course, mental health illnesses as well. I believe that this is a worthy mission, and it's a transformation that I believe possible, and I want us all to be part of. Thank you very much. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those uh, exciting outtakes and clips. I know I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. More drinks. And we're now in the Bay Horse pub, uh, which is a little bit further on from the last pub, and it's a very nice pub. Gorgeous. Yes. There's, a, there's a lovely pool table in here, and uh, let's come for seats. There are and sofas and everything. It's great. So, uh, nice. if, you're it's in, clean. if you're anywhere near Silver Bridge, uh, pop in to the Bay Horse pub. And you can also, uh, it used to be called Brothers Grimm, just in case you need to know. Okay, so that's all that is called the Bay Horse pub. Yeah. Yeah. Which is well, just, if you need to ask, for any, ask anyone really old or quite young, ask for the Bay Horse. And if you need to ask anyone middle-aged, ask for Brothers Grimm. That's it. You see, yeah. we're going to give a plug to every pub as we go around, yeah. uh, around today, because it's only fair, because they're happily, you know, let, let us sit here and jabber on in their premises. But yes, so uh, so this year, 2008, carrying on about that. We've yes, had, how far uh, have we got last time? We got, I think we've just got up to Shannon, Shannon Matthews. We never discussed Shannon Matthews quite properly. Yeah, she, she, she's given us a reasonable amount of entertainment yeah. and material <laughs> over the course of 12 months. Well, so well, well done. Not her, not her actually, I suppose. So we, we ought to thank her uh, mother. Have a, yeah, have a brief, brief ripple for Karen Matthews, is it? Who's, or, um, as one person wrote into Metro, uh, proves that stereotypes do exist. <laughs> <laughs> True damn. <laughs> when, when people say true damn, um, that used to be a kind of thing that used to get on DAP recorders, is that where it came from? I believe so, yes. yes. It means, you know, particularly be. accurate <laughs> representation of things. That's good. Yes. And uh, I just confused me because I used to see true that on there and I thought, I heard you say true that. <laughs> yeah. Wondered if it came from there. Yeah, it's almost. straight slang. Almost certainly, yeah. yeah. So yeah, did, 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 this, um, <laughs> did this sort of uh, story of uh, colourful, uh, lovable scrotes uh, filter down to you in uh, Cambridge, Richard? Uh, the Shannon Matthews thing? That's yes, something you yeah, no, nothing other than that. Uh, uh, Daily Mail, if you ever read that. That's, uh, <laughs> I see. I'd read to think yeah, <laughs> they would have made that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it, well it, 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 as I say, quite entertaining, simply because um, it wasn't so much that, 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 that I mean, it wasn't uh, an entertaining crime, let's, let's be honest, that, that was pretty nasty. But the fact that, that the woman was, was, was quite entertaining, though, wasn't it, really? It was, it was a woman who Or was, are we not saying that? Uh, well, it was, well, it was thrown out of this nice pub. It wasn't funny at all. <laughs> yeah. It was neither big nor clever. Not allowed to show us our real faces until at least after the fourth pint. Yeah, fair enough. So one thing that I was wondering about all yeah. that is yeah. why why are they allowed to name the baby, you know, Shannon Matthews and so on, in that particular crime, whereas uh, there was that case more recently 
where they just have to be referred to as Baby P. Because um, they were looking for the kid before. Yeah. So they had to be named it. was a campaign for yeah. find, find our shaman. That's it. So it wasn't a crime at that point, no, that kind of crime. It, was, it wasn't a crime in the sense that there were. When there's like a national search for the child, it's best that yeah. yeah. name helps out yes. who it is. Ah, but yeah. you see, you're, you're assuming that some kind of common sense applies there. Once the court case starts, yeah. they'll actually say, okay, with the names already in the public, we'll therefore not bother pretending and therefore say it has to be S from now on. <laughs> because that was the thing with the other case, that uh, it was the judge declared it must yeah. be referred to as baby, baby P or whatever baby it P, was. Yeah. Whereas uh, in reality, if, if unless you look at British news websites where yeah. they follow the court ruling, any foreign news website will have no such restraints about mentioning real names. Mm. I have, so, the other problem I have with the, way, with the baby P thing is the idea of it being baby P. <laughs> yeah. It just made me think of a leaking nappy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I suppose you have to see it written fair. down rather than spoken. <clears throat> you do. Not like most things in life. In fact, this pub's so good we've actually got somebody uh, running around on that bicycle. Excellent. Hey, hey, look at that. She's going to do tricks. <laughs> hey, it's straight down the table. It's good to see that she's wearing a helmet. Yes, all safe cyclists should. Always wear a helmet, even when cycling indoors. Can you do a wheelie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect that might be a Christmas present. <laughs> it may well be. And there is, there is, we're on next to a main road, so I can probably see why they're not outside. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I've seen pubs that have signs saying no, no drinks over the pool table, no smoking over the pool yes. table. There's no, don't cycle said. around the pool table <laughs> yeah. with a bicycle. Well, you're not going to so damage the surface of the pool table by cycling around. That's what counts. It's a loophole she's <laughs> taking advantage of. Yeah, no cycling right around the pool table. Personally, I would like to see more cycling around pool tables. Yeah. In fact, I think they should integrate it into the uh, into the games. So you have two people on bicycles, it's kind of like. Like polo. polo, like yeah. polo is to hockey. Yeah. You'd have bicycle pool. <laughs> like polo is to hockey. <laughs> yeah. This would be our new game. Bicycle pool. Pool on bikes is yeah. to pool what polo is to hockey. Something like that. <laughs> I mean, you can tell that I'm an expert in me, sport. That not make sense to you. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> loosely. That, uh, <laughs> so this would be bicycle pool. And you'd have to be cycling along and take your shot as you pass the ball. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, of course, it would be mandatory to be upper class and very rich. Yeah. That's out of three pubs. That's this. Is that a boxer as well? Is that the second of three pubs? That yeah, have we, we've seen it. We've seen quite a lot of boxers today. Mm. Not boxer dogs, say, is not just uh, boxers. Yes. That would, be, uh, that, that would be quite good because it was Boxing Day yesterday. It would be good to see mm. boxers in it. Ah, that, you that should, you should not, have uh, when you did your George Foreman joke earlier. You should have mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. That was not as enormous and slobbery as the first one, though. Yeah. I thought I just heard the TARDIS band, but I must have that. Mm. Yeah, that would be bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect it was Tom's digestion or something. Yeah, it's because really I'm a Who fan mm. present. I think it's because I'm the only one wearing uh, headphones today, and uh, I, I can hear everything incredibly keenly. <laughs> so, uh, I'll turn that down. What are you ha-ha-ing about? Uh, Is it a rude text message? No, it's not. My girlfriend's really telling me that her hair's turning frizzy with her new steam-powered appliance. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I say. You didn't, you didn't give her one of those again. You do realise they can electricity these days. Yeah. <laughs> this was you what know, she, she wanted. She likes, she likes your Victoriana. So none of your battery-powered ones. It's all uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Sorry. Well, I'm, right. sure, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. Tom will be round spoken right, later. Less than 30 seconds. That's just it. a snippet. And, of course, I'm complaining about copyright, even though we'd be sitting in two pubs. In the last pub, we had music in the background. And this one, we got Coronation Street. Yeah. yeah, it's only incidental, though. Yeah. It's only in brief snippets. So that's it. I think we're okay with that. Sounds like fair use to me. Yeah, it depends who's written this one as well. I mean, if it's Jonathan Harvey, you can write it off against all the arse kissing you did to him earlier in the uh, earlier in the run. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, Jonathan Harvey. If you, oh, by the way, as a favour to Mr. Harvey, um, if you want to see another series of Beautiful People, uh, just uh, have a word with the BBC. Will you? We're trying to get a campaign together to get the second series. Um, they're already trying to. Um, well, the BBC are a bit funny at the moment because. Oh, there's going to be cuts in the budget. Of course, a lot of the series are going to disappear. Boo. The mainstay ones are going to be there, things like Doctor Who or Canon, because they're, you know, they're pulling the punters. But uh, 
the little <coughs> series like like beautiful people will probably go uh, the way of other day goes. Where where is the justification in cutting the budget? I mean, they're still charging people the same for the license fee, aren't they? Unless they're going to drop that down. But who is? Because uh, you, I've not heard of Jonathan Harvey. Uh, what is he? Out, I thought you listened to the podcast. I thought you were gay. Oh uh, well, not I missed a couple of episodes. And were gay. Well, I still haven't heard of it. Is he the chap responsible for Harvey's Bristol Cream? That's it. That Mr. Mr. <laughs> sort, of, sort of. Of course, this, this, this podcast goes straight to your parents. Um, um, no, um, no he, he wrote he wrote beautiful thing. He wrote gimme gimme gimme. Um, uh, he's written some um, recently wrote some episodes of Britannia High, which uh, we'll talk about. That is making miserable. Um, hmm. So yes, he it, it, it writes an awful lot. And he also and had, horror. I think, he had five plays running in the West End at the same time. Why me? Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there five theatres in London? <laughs> like, at least larger than you'd think. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've only been for a while. Yeah. yeah. And it's bigger than Sorby Bridge, Tom. Is it? Yeah. And there's not a lot of um, That's more than twenty programmes these days. Well, there's more to London than just mm. the coach and horses. Is there? <laughs> that I've seen on my last few visits. <laughs> oh yes, um, and Dan Tetzel, um, for some reason said that he had a weird dream about the poetry horses of the night, so the doctor's landed again. Um, I keep hearing tell of this. He dreamt that he was full of, to the brim with wee and stuff, oh, it's just the coaching horses lavatory, really. Yeah. yeah. Have, you ever had, have you ever had a weird, dirty lavatory dream, and don't mean like that? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, I haven't. I have. I've had dreams where I've gone to a public lavatory and it's been full of shit and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really horrible dreams and it's just gross. No, I don't. Uh, lavatories don't really feature no. in my dreams at all. Well, rather, what the rest of us are saying is that uh, if we have had dreams about public lavatories, we're not admitting to them on the podcast. Well, it's, it's grist to the mill in, in, on this podcast. Yeah, generally so. speaking, I think we're all quite open and frank in admitting <laughs> stuff that one might not otherwise uh, fess up to. But no, I actually haven't. But yeah, so there was kind of uh, really grim ones. I think it's because I'm a very, very clean person, and I own that. If, if I see a lavatory seat, that's I have to wash it before I even sit on it, even if it's a public one. I have to make sure it's, you know. Uh, in fact, I've t- Can you I've t- not just put a couple of sheets of toilet paper down and sit on that? No, because that might soak something up. You might still get something on your bottom. Yeah. yeah. See, so, I- I like to think of myself as, as particularly non-prissy about that kind of thing, but I am astounded at work, given that I work in an office full of adults, mm. that there will still be gents who obviously don't get the idea of lifting up the lower lavatory seat before mm. having a piss. Yeah, that's a bit... I mean, I'm mean, the point. not doing anything about it in a cubicle anyway? Well, I do, because I'm, I'm afraid of the... the yeah, man, but you're the, funny like that, though. The manly... Generally, you suffer, you suffer yeah, from bad normal people. Yeah. Bad what what are they doing? It's the disease. Stand up, piss in a cubicle. Yeah. Yes, I mean, Did you not learn anything from that uh, screen light the <laughs> other week? <laughs> well, I, I thought about uh, following uh, Jonathan, uh, no, no, uh, Richard Herring's advice. Uh, he wrote that in his book, Talking Cock. Mm. Uh, and he was told, because he had the same problem, and he was told by uh, a psychologist, uh, imagine that a urinating, if he's a, 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 um, a urinal or a urinal anywhere around the world yeah. and you've got the chaps from next to you and you, you, you're a bit bashful imagine that you're pissing through his cock <laughs> now um, does that help? but it did, it did also state not to look at the cock to try and imagine it because <laughs> yeah. they're staring so, at it going from, <laughs> is this as in imagine you are possessed of the other man's old chap and are doing it through that or yeah. that you're standing in front of him trying to piss through his cock <laughs> <laughs> whichever makes it easier for you I suppose let's try both and you yeah. know that's it whichever's easiest uh, you just go with it <laughs> fair enough but don't tell him this is what if you're thinking if you start to balloon in front of you then you know you're doing it <laughs> ah, yeah I usually just turn on a tap, which is not the most subtle ploy, but it does tend to work. Yeah, no, I, I have to think about something incredibly strange, and luckily I've got a weird, weird imagination anyway, so that's not too bad, but I have to, have to hmm. sort of think about a squirrel nibbling at my arse or something, and then I'll go, but mostly I just spot myself in a cubicle. Yeah. Well, that's uh, another pub done, the Bay House in uh, Silverbridge, so I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, listen to some more hilarious things. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Beds, 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 be
I lost my girlfriend in a terrible hair accident. And then I was diagnosed with bowel cancer. I didn't know what to do. Tried hanging myself, but it didn't work because I used bungee rope. And I just boinged up and down. Eventually, I'd pull myself together. And I'm in remission now from bowel cancer. However, I wouldn't be if it hadn't been for Starkey's Bingo. Starkey's Bingo saved my life, and it can cure cancer. That's right, Starkey's Bingo can cure your cancer too. Bowel cancer, head cancer, testicular cancer, knee cancer, leg cancer, feet cancer, all cured by Bingo. Just go online to www.starkeysbingofantastic.com and we'll give you £100 for your first game, which you'll instantly lose. However, you will be cured of cancer. Terms and conditions apply. Your house may be affected and your head may fall off. And if I'm feeling petty, then I never want a brunch. There's really nothing like them in a restaurant in Spain. And just like in that film, I like chilled monkeys' brains, cuss! I eat those monkeys. So do I. Mm-mm. I eat monkeys. I eat monkeys. And There's nothing to make me happier than a monkey's than a monkey's pouring batter. Yes, because I eat monkeys all day long. I eat monkeys, 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 monkeys. I eat monkeys all day long. I eat monkeys, 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 monkeys. I eat monkeys. All day long, yes, I eat monkeys. Yes, monkeys, 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 monkeys. Lovely monkeys. I eat monkeys. All day long, yes, I eat monkeys. Monkeys, 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 monkeys. I eat those monkeys all day long. In your belly, I bet you don't eat them. I bet you just chug them. I bet you stick your penis up their bum. I know I do, but I eat those monkeys. Eat lovely monkeys. I eat monkeys, monkeys all day long Cause I eat monkeys Hello, welcome, we're now in the waiter's arm uh, on Chill Lane in Silver Ridge A just bacon in, blanket And uh, Andy's just going about putting uh, bacon on the bird So um, that's kind of what he gets up to in his uh, spare time Who are we to judge? You've got to have a hobby I prefer dripping But you like it streaky, you say? Yeah mm. Better do that's good. I'm glad. glad you enjoy that. Mm. We're a bit. 
Mm. We've got three sweets. Mm. Yeah, we've got sweets at this pub. We've, we've actually uh, there are nice free feet. I say with waiter's arms on two lane in Solby Bridge, which is a fantastic little pub. Lovely so if you if you're in Solby Bridge. Like all the pubs we mentioned today in the podcast, go all, in there. All in Silver Ridge. I said, go and get a nice drink. We're not walking very far. And this is a nice quiet pub. We haven't got Coronation Street on, we've not got any music, it's fantastic. I could put another track on the jukebox. <laughs> which I quite like. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, where were we? We, we, we discussed the, uh, the merits of the, uh, the Matthews uh, people. We didn't just probably discuss uh, the, the McCartney thing that went on. Mm. Which we... Uh, the, uh, the major point in the first podcast was that after uh, Mrs. McCartney, I can't remember her first name now, was it Heather, Heather Mills? Heather Mills. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after she'd um, had her um, trial, or whatever they call it. <laughs> is that her first name, Heather Mills? No. McCartney? I don't know. I think, is, is she related to I John Mills? Oh, probably. They all are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. He have one leg as well. Yeah. Yeah, so did Hayley Mills. Did at the end. They were all born with one leg. Yeah. That's, it was a genetic uh, error. It's amazing. Did you ever see the Swiss <coughs> family Robinson? Had mm. to uh, get a lot of hopping into that. It was all CGI'd in afterwards. The extra legs. <laughs> yeah. So a bit like the opposite of Jake the Peg of Ralph yeah. Harris fame. Yeah. Mm. Maybe she stole Heather's leg. Could be. I'm, 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 my brain is now stuck onto the uh, the CGI that they would have had back then. I mean, it would have been all paper tapes. So mm. whether they just had punched out the picture of a leg, yeah, and just waved it in front of the camera. I think that's what they did. Yeah. yeah. I would lay money that if Ralph Harris screwed. Heather Mills and got her pregnant, the offspring would have two legs. And I it would work in that, that weird genetic splicing kind of way. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. So. <laughs> I like that. Of course, Tom and I, and I think Andy, have seen Wolf Harris live, haven't we? Yes, we have. We have. Yeah. It's one of my <coughs> happiest And very good he was, life. too. Yeah. And from what I recall, it finished early because there were complaints from the surrounding houses about this strange noise coming Bastards, from the top yes. of the hill. They, they didn't say the music was too loud. They said there's these really strange noises mm. coming from coming from the direction of the college. Did they say it was a wobble board or was it was it uh, his wobble board or was it something else? Uh, it could have been the. Uh, I don't know. <coughs> he was playing a, a guitar at some point. Yeah. Accordion as well. Yes. Accordion, yeah. But he did he did have his wobble board out. I'm going to say was giving it, it gave it a bit of a shake at some was point. Was it a wobbly guitar? Mm, I think it was a standard guitar. I think uh, of uh, all yeah, his, yeah, his, his accordion was quite wobbly. He had his wobble board, and then he uh, manhandled his squeeze box, yeah. which gave out quite an alarming I sound. Did, uh, mm. I, when he started playing, it must have been Sun or Eyes, either yeah. him or one of his entourage were playing the, the uh, didgeridoo mm. yeah. very, very loudly. And yeah. I just went straight to the, right up to the biggest speaker at the front and just stood back to it. I like, <laughs> feel all the molecules in my brain vibrating to this gorgeous sound. It was lovely. Yeah, I mean, they say drugs are harmful, but I'm sure standing in front of a loudspeaker when Rolf Harris is playing the Digitree 2 must fry your brain to a much greater extent. Yes. I think that's a lovely idea, though. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, what I would like to see is, is more of that. And I think the people in those houses should have just been invited in. <clears throat> Mm. Shouldn't that be a better thing yeah. to do? Rather yeah, that was it. Complain. Rather than complaining, say, come on, come on over to St Aidan's College and yeah. listen to Rolf with us. That's it. Um, so we know it's a bit loud. Yes. Come, come on. on, we're having we're a party. Rolf Harris. Yeah. Mm. We're having Rolf Harris. Yeah. 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 He, he wasn't that popular. Say, <laughs> So yeah, we've got we've got plates of sweets next to us, which, yes. which is fantastic. Rather nice. They haven't been laid on for especially. Uh, I assume not. Anyway. No. I'm just waiting for people who are coming in to get really confused. What, what on earth do these people do? Microphones and sweets and... Live <laughs> mm. Whenever anyone looks over, we're pretending we're reviewing the sweets. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the Gentleman's Sweet Review. Sweet review, yes. Well, there you Well, yum yum. I'm not sure what flavour these ones are meant to be. What, the ones flavor. with the pictures of the blackcurrants on. I would guess probably blackcurrant flavour. Right, so you think this will taste of blackcurrant? No, I think it will taste of blackcurrant flavour. Mm. It's definitely blackcurrant flavour flavour. Which is always nice, um, and can be got in oh, all yeah. good bookshops. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Those are the best things. <coughs> so yes, yeah, so on, on our uh, crawl around Silverbridge today, we'll, we'll try and pick up anything that's interesting going on. But of course, we're so early in the, in the day. So what I'm thinking yeah. is maybe... Um, because we'll, I haven't got the video camera with me t- with today, no. uh, but I do have my mobile, which is video recording. So near the end of the pub crawl, what we'll do is we'll do the uh, video pod blog then, mm. okay. when we're completely smashed out of our heads. When we're on about our 20th pub. Yeah. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? That makes perfect Nothing sense. Nothing at all. I think that will be hilarious. Yeah. And uh, so you're able to uh, just clip over to uh, 
go visit the website www.thegentlemansreview.com and uh, just uh, have a look at that bit of video. Yeah, it will be shaky and sweary, I would imagine. Oh, back to the streets. Like, like most of our podcasts are. Mm. In fact, we've like over 20 podcasts. Mm. It's got that www bit off down pat now. Yeah, it's not at all bad. It was. It's better now we don't really drink during them, apart from today. Mm. Yeah. But we're on, we're on halves, so uh, I don't know. We're a bit boring of a change, I think. Well, we have 20 of them. Well, yes, when we've finished 20 halves, then... Oh, but it's still moderation if you're drinking but halves. There, there will be a... There will be a pe- pe- uh, there will be a time during the podcast, uh, or during the pub crawl, when I, my brain just kicks into stupid mode, which is usually the point when I start buying gin and tonic, because mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think it's a good idea. And shortly after that, I'm usually sort of staggering into a taxi. Right, gin and tonic is normally a good idea. <laughs> yes. It's a gentleman's drink. Yes, it is. It's usually I'm kind of brimming with beer, and then I need to just top that up, just get that little bit, you know, maybe in the top of my brain. If you'd imagine the body filling up into the top part of the brain, just that's just a bit of gin in there. Just to My grandparents always used to say, I don't know how you can eat all that food, you must have hollow legs. Oh, that's a standard one, yeah. Mm. They didn't say, I don't know how you can drink all that beer, you must have hollow legs. Oh yeah, I've heard that before as well. Mm. Do you have hollow legs? legs? Yeah. Sorry? Do you have hollow legs? I don't. Good. Just checking. It's f- my legs are literally full of legs. What, smaller legs. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know when you go to see the Isle of Man, you see the uh, the walls of Douglas Harbour. Yes. Uh, who's a friend of mine, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he used to be foreign secretary or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, if you look at those, they're, they're not quite three legs of man, but they're kind of made up of like leg-shaped bits that they built up the harbour with. Yeah. That's what my legs are filled in, apart, apart from a microscopic level. A pop part. A pop part. A pop part. Yes. <laughs> on, a, on a similar but real <clears throat> uh, note, <laughs> yeah. there was a, a picture in um, the paper a week or so ago Yeah. Uh, of the inside of this baby's brain. They, they'd got this baby and yeah. scanned it and thought they'd found a tumour because they obviously didn't think things were quite oh, right. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's like a tumour. Uh, and it wasn't a tumour or a tumour. Oh. Uh, they actually found... Other body parts, including a whole foot inside this baby's uh, That's head. That's one hell of a brain. Free. How did it escape from Martin's leg? We're not, we're not sure. Mm. Mm. The, the baby. No one will ever leg. really know. But uh, yeah, just imagine that having having another having effectively your twin growing inside you. Yeah. <laughs> just which is not unknown in science. Yeah. All I would want, really, uh, if I had some sort of parasitic twin, would that not really. I like I like just a tiny pair of arms attached to my brain, uh, about waist level. Attach your brain at waist level. Well, it would be attached through my central nerve. Oh, right, nervous okay, yeah. To my brain, not directly attached no. to your brain at, at waist, waist level. level. That's what I was okay. going to say a lot of people have been accused <coughs> of having their brain at waist level or slightly <laughs> below. But it would just at least these little little hands, which would, if you were just feeling a bit frisky, you could read Paul Mac. <laughs> Lean back. Yeah. The little hands do their magic work. Because yeah, in the days before, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the days before internet, it was always difficult to peruse and uh, footle at the same time. And it's still difficult now. I mean, I, the, the amount of uh, sanitising wipes I need for my mouse. I, I'm always a bit concerned when I go around to other people's houses and people using my mouse. Of course, yeah. I also have to make sure I have uh, some uh, antibacterial wipes. And because I, I have a trackball, so I've got a very small desk. I take the ball. Yeah, I take I take the ball out and I, I, I. You take the ball it. out and yeah, I wipe it. You wipe know. it with unguents. That's it. Uh, to get rid of any sort of uh, residue, manly residue, <coughs> and make sure it's rolling smoothly. Around. That's it. Yeah, you don't you don't want it to be uh, sticky. sticky. Yeah, that that would be just bad. Because like, if a friend comes around, can I use your computer? Yeah, he can. <laughs> you know, that's not nice. It's not a kind thing to do to a friend. No. Especially, you know, if, if a lady then maybe scratched herself in an intimate place and got pregnant. Yeah. With the mouse? Yeah. Do ladies do that? Yeah. Well, you know, it only <coughs> takes to get a bit on your hand of, of man... Spooge. Spooge. Uh, and, and then to scratch themselves and they're pregnant. Simple as that. That's terrible. Kissing as only, well. Only if they live in a council house, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it comes out of the bricks in yeah, council so houses, the, the gas that makes you get pregnant quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. 
Uh, well, that we've uh, we're pretty much done with the uh, the waiters now. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've covered um, Paul and Heather McCartney perfectly. That's it. Uh, yes. So yes. Yes. Let's move on. And uh, I think we're going to go down the hill now. Um, which 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 is the next and part? I think in memory of Heather McCartney, uh, we'll we go on to the next part and get legless. <laughs> Okay, so we'll, we'll tell you when we get there, but while, you, while you, uh, we're heading down the road, you sit back and listen to some more funny bits and outtakes. Yeah. <laughs> to make up for the not funny bits in the middle. <laughs> sausages, sausages, sausages. Do you like sausages? I love sausages. Hey, you over there, do you want a sausage? Yeah, I'd love a sausage. That'd be great. What sort of sausage would you like? I'd like a porky one, please, or a beef. The Gentleman's Review is sponsored by the Sausage Foundation. Mm. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mayor. Anthony Mayor, that is. Uh, I want to thank you. I want to thank the police, of course, and my wife, knocker-uppers, rather. And it's been good, uh, violent courage with which you stuck it uh, in my box. This has been a marathon in every one of the 32 boroughs, rather. Let's get cracking tomorrow. And let's have a drink, trundling around London's church halls and TV studios. Thank you very much. The Gentleman's Reviews, Marvellous, Musical, Interlude. Drink tea, it makes you feel all light and happy. Drink tea. Because it makes your life less crappy Nice tea Better than a cup of coffee Ooh, it's grand With a plate of biscuits Or a Victoria sponge Or a Spam sandwich Yes, it's the nicest thing Ever to be invented Better than the golf ball which is indented on Charles Manson Who was demented And made lots of nice people dead Drink tea It tastes better than ambrosia or toffee Drink tea It shits upon a cup of coffee Nice tea, whether Indian, Welsh or Chinese, sing your praises for every variety, apart from herbal or vanilla and raspberry. Yes, it's the nicest thing ever to be invented, better than the golf ball, which is indented, or Charles Manson. Who was demented And made lots of nice people dead <coughs> As I said, yes, they're all purple Yes, so we're now in uh, pub number five on this exciting thrust through the uh, exciting metropolis that is Sorby Bridge. Uh, we're in the navigation pub, which is very nice. They've just redecorated it recently for interested those of us, those of you, I should say, uh, listening in far-flung parts of the country. will appreciate that, I'm sure. Yeah. You can get a nice pint of landlord as well. You can, it's yes. very nice. Um, it's a very small pint. Mm. Yes, we're on, we're on, we're on half. Just far away. I'm extrapolating. Mm. I assume you could get a nice pint of landlord. If you so wanted to. Well, you didn't mention that in the small print, did you? Well, they can't see we've got halves. If you hadn't mentioned it, Martin, I think we've got points. That would be be against Ofcom regulations. (laughs) (laughs) And you can phone in to vote for our next pint. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? The idea of just phone a pint and it would just be celebrities drinking. And then all red in the face they got, you could decide whether they they were going to have a short next. And the per- what first one to die of alcohol poisoning would win. Mm. Mm. I'm a celebrity, get me a liver transplant. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Next, next new I'd thing. Like to see that. So, so we're actually getting near the end. This is our penultimate pub. Yes. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Not of the crawl, but of the cast. Yes. Um, we're not yeah. going to... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm 
got to be careful Johnson proper drinkers. Duncan had a tear in his eye then. That was. It was. It's always pitiable. It was almost like seeing a small child had a piece of butter taken away from its face. Like a small child with a bit of butter taken away. Yes. Do not listen to our podcast. This is perfectly sensible talk. Amateur. So, Doctor Who, Christmas Doctor Who, what did you all think about it? I liked it. I, liked it. Mm. I didn't watch it. What? I watched it. Have you still not got a television? <laughs> I do. But I was too busy watching all those uh, police, wildest police chases yeah. on TV. Yeah. <laughs> that that woman was a lot nicer in Balakis Angel. Yeah. yeah. Um, Instead of being a cyber woman. I know, it kind of freaked me out when uh, my niece said, oh, did you see Black Eyes the other night? <laughs> I, what are you watching that for? That's a bit for someone so young. <laughs> oh, come on, did you see that bit where they took a bit of paper out of a cracker? A cracker and, and it had it had names of her previous lovers. <laughs> what's your, what's your favourite film that's on, uh, that's on Facebook, Tom? Film Anal Army R3. It's Thieves from, from God knows how many different people. Yeah. Has uh, she seen that as well? Yes. Oh, <laughs> terrible. That's a bit of a favourite in there. Really there isn't it? it is. It's worn out. Yeah. I have to buy it in Blu ray now. <laughs> so it's been a quite a nice Christmas. Um, the Doctor Who, fantastic. Big robot, best realised uh, monster ever in Doctor Who, I think. But well, it's nicely done, yeah. We might, might be wrong there. Well, very big. better realised than Michael Kilgariff in a Tinsley suit blown up by, C- <laughs> by CSO. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. And what was, the, what was and, uh, better um, realised than that wonderful set with tinsel on uh, that... Oh, I can't remember which story it was. It was a Colin Begg story. Well, you're rambling now. It was a Colin Baker story. It was probably one of the worst stories I've ever done. Yeah. Time lash. That's it. Time lash. And then we thrown into the time lash, which was. I don't think I see. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't see that at the time. But it doesn't ring any bell. It's fantastic. There are little bits. It's just they just fall on this little bit of rope yeah. into, into the time lash, which is this weird vortexy thing, which is very still with some tinsel floating around in it. Uh-huh. Some polystyrene crystals. Yeah. Wow. Don't quite take his weight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I can imagine Tom Baker on the time lash. Yes, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey. I can imagine that. Uh, well, here's to Tom. Tom, who's mm. not yeah, dead? Tom. Um, he's not, not, not dead. Yes. Because I didn't notice we had a nice little um, flashback sequence in this year's yes. Who yeah. Christmas special. Uh, Showed them all, all, including all McCann. the pieces of all of yeah. them. So I, I like that. Which is delightful. Although, the, Tom Baker, though, did you see him on Have I Got News for You? No, yeah, he, was, he was a little bit the worst weather, or just getting very old. No, I think that's sure just how he is. is. Yeah, he's yeah. Always, but he's always been like that. If you've ever seen interviews with him years ago, I mean, he, he, he once appeared in a, a documentary with Jeffrey Bernard. Mm. Uh, Which of them were unwell? <laughs> neither of them. I mean, essentially, Jeffrey Bernard wanders down to the pub in this documentary <laughs> to the coach and horses, funny enough. <laughs> and at the <laughs> end of the bar, I stood there, uh, Tom Baker. Just complaining about people who whinge about drinking, and he said, oh, "If a chap can't go out with his compadres and get pissed, there's really no hope for society." So <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you know, after, after the cameras are stopped rolling, that it would, there would have been a long <laughs> session gone on for the rest of the afternoon. Tom Baker <laughs> and Peter O'Toole have got to be two of the best people. Also. Have we ever invited them to the pub, public uh, Sorby Bridge pub crawl? We don't know. We have. No, I no. think we should write to them. Neither of them are dead. I think she'd benefit. Yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, looking well. round, I think we'd definitely benefit from a bit of Kylie. Do you not think I Or me and Andy might. Do you yeah, not think that they need some yeah. visibly, Tom? Similarity between me and Kylie is striking. And old for me these days. Well, Kylie. That's yeah. forty. Isn't well, it? actually, I mean, you do go for the older woman these days, don't you? Well, for any woman, I would have. No, you know, I know. <laughs> anything I can not, bloody get. Uh, yeah. I can't afford to have a type. I know what it's like, <laughs> but uh, definitely older though these days yeah. than younger. Well, isn't Madonna about seventy now? Mm. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. But looks a hundred. Yeah. 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 But she's got thighs of a twelve-year-old. Does she now? Well, she adopted them, didn't she? Yeah. 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 She's got them in her legs. <laughs> still, I don't know, the gap tooth slapper still got something. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. That's sort of a manly muscle. <laughs> yeah. She's looking a bit sinewy for my liking these days. Uh, like sleeping with a piece of gristle, yeah. I do believe. Well, they were, do, they were doing one of those uh, guess who this is picture rounds on one of the, or on a quiz. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of they, they just got that much of kind of thigh area, and I mm. thought, four. That bloke's got nice thighs. <laughs> yeah. And it was actually Anne Widdicombe. It was. <laughs> it was. It well, made you question your sexuality. I'll tell you what, I've, I've, not, I've not been able to sustain an erection since. Uh, really? Yeah. Like I'm a surprised. Polish builder. Nothing <laughs> wrong with Polish builders? No, they've all gone home now. Mm-hmm. Oh, every last one of them. Yeah. Well, probably most of them. My, I, I think my brother had uh, quite, a quite a strange. Brother. He had quite a strange experience <laughs> with a, a pair of Latvian twins <laughs> <laughs> who, who who put us a little note through the door, you know, yeah. uh, and it said, uh, "We are the cheeky girls." It said something <laughs> like, "Paint, decorate, Latvian." Um, <laughs> Romeo and Boris. <laughs> so he, he, he kind of rang the number. And yes, down the hall. Well, he, 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 Romeo and Boris were indeed Latvian painters, mm. and he needed his house painted the, <laughs> externally. And uh, he, so he got these two guys along, yeah. and um, and uh, he was he was sat because it's a first floor flat. And he sat, you know, just typing away yeah. at, his, at his typewriter and whatever. And uh, the Latvian builders, or Latvian painters, I should say, were busy painting away. Then he just kind of saw the, the ladder fall away <laughs> in a kind of comedy style. <laughs> and uh, one of these Latvian painters ended up uh, breaking his arm. Oh. So he had to take him in his car to the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> hospital to, to get this arm mended. It was like kind of a, you know, yeah. in a, one of those pots where they put your, you, they put your arm up. Mm. So he, thought, like it, bed, well, he was thinking, well, thank goodness for that, I haven't paid them and everything. And then the next day, he was back on his ladder <laughs> with Why his broken it? arm. That's a workout. That yeah. is proper, you know. He probably thought he was going to go to the death camps or something, <laughs> to the gulags, or wherever they send Latvian painters yeah. that can't paint anymore. They're not good anymore. That's yeah. the well known for its gulags. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's quite good, actually. You can dangle a pot off. Yeah. yeah. A pot, well, so fine. to speak. Um, a genuine story now. I was talking to a bloke from Latvia the other day, and I, this, this, is, this is building almost to a really, really bad joke. But I was talking, he's a very thin man. Uh-huh. I didn't know where he's from I thought he might be from Hungary or Polish or something so where from he said Latvia and I said oh you're Latvia he said yeah so is that why you're so thin hey, <laughs> hey. Oh. Well, uh, that means absolutely nothing in Latvia <laughs> as a joke yeah, yeah so I can imagine it being in English yeah. <laughs> it's a good job we want to have been so that's that's why your furry look like a pig yeah <laughs> I don't know what those look like. I'm sure they're they're, they're quite frightening. Just have an idea of these business cards. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be you know, maybe you chocolate body paint or something. Like that. Yes. Maybe I've got a dirty mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did he ask him if there was anything he needed helping with? Now he has one arm. <laughs> yeah, it does right. He needs a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Climbing up the ladder with his teeth. anything holding for him. Well, I think they painted the house for about 150 quid. So, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Could work, the Latvians. Well, it's the uh, Christmas decorations are a bit subdued. Yeah, yeah it's quite, well, it's low, quite low, low key. It's, it's not very low key this this year. It is actually. People I'm not can't afford tat. <laughs> actually, what's yeah. that at the end of the mantelpiece? Oh, sorry, I stand corrected. They can afford tat. Yes. Yes. We'll get a photo of them up on that's the website. Really I think. But um, I'm, well, this is interesting. I'm not well, come the new year, the any Christmas the two dear, and you're going to be back up there. I think. And the Snowman Lee family, obviously. And, and, and uh, Pooh and Tigger shagging a Christmas tree. Shagging a Christmas tree, yes. Looks so, a little bit iffy. Don't fear. Don't fear. picture taken. Oh, hey, fantastic. Really Just to back up the fact that we are actually here. Uh, in, a, in a public In a fact, I've got to take a photograph because I'm not on yes. the picture. I was actually casting go. our pods as... Oh, is <laughs> Isn't that a sin in the Bible? Oh, <laughs> Casting your pods mm. on, on, on barren ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Onan, wasn't it? Cast his pods. And it, and it looks furious <laughs> in that picture. It's really, I was supposed to be looking thoughtful. Well, oh, no, it's, gone, it's gone to a picture oh, of your hand now. <laughs> Isn't that at the end of the day? Thought. I'm furious, I'm not the same thing. It's not. You're saying I'm unexpressive or something? Yes, the more subtle... Parts of your expression are masked by your beard. Ah, uh, yeah. possibly, yeah. I mean, a few years ago, yeah. I once said to Andy that he had an expressive face. He went, Oh, fucking thanks. I walked around looking like a twat. And I went, <laughs> 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 
haven't been waxing your moustache recently like you used to. No, I haven't for a while. Talking of moustaches, I saw professionals. <laughs> talking of moustaches. <laughs> with no, people I did. attached. I was, watching, yeah. I was watching the professionals as they repeat all the time on ITV. That's that angry man there. Yeah, and guess who I saw in that? I don't know. Who did you see in that? I know, it's on the reels. So we we, we are still recording. Um. <laughs> David Suchet. Yes, David Suchet. Yeah. He was playing a villain. Oh. And the thing about that, I don't know what nationality he is, but he had a moustache, yeah. and he had a dodgy French accent, or Belgian, or some kind of European accent. In the bill. Well, well. No, in um, Sweeney from 1970. Sweeney? Professionals. Sorry, Sorry, it's all professional. getting story straight. Sorry, the professionals. Oh, oh, this is what the happens. Thanks to amateurs coming to this podcast. I tell podcast. you, it's oh, rubbish. It's professionals. The amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> In my defence. Should we call an end to this segment? Uh, I think we should do. Cast, I think man. we should say, uh, go back and listen to some more rubbish, uh, and we'll see you in the next pub. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Oh, fantastic. Are they singing? Five. Five. Hey. <laughs> like the spinners off do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Have you actually got a funny joke? No, I just read it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> actually, read the wrong version. Yeah. Okay. It says... <laughs> okay. What happens if you eat the Christmas decorations? Don't know. No. Well, the actual answer was that you get tinsolitis. Yes. Oh. <laughs> And, and, and I read it as you get insulted. <laughs> <laughs> that was far better. See, it didn't make any sense. We have. Well, before that, I was uh, I was going to point out one story I'd seen on the BBC News website. Yep. Yeah. That apparently that would fit well with uh, certainly me and Martin. I'm not sure how. I think you're more of a coffee man, Tom. But mm-hmm. apparently drinking tea, so scientists say, is actually better for you than drinking water. Oh, that's good. Which is a bloody good thing too. So uh, yes, hurrah, hurrah for tea, hurrah for the oh. British tradition of drinking it lots. Jolly good. And, and so, uh, we know we know a song about that, don't we? Which I think it? we do know a song about that. Yes. Shall we have a listen to it now? I think we should do. Yes. Uh, from all of us here at the Gentleman's Review. Bye-bye! Drink tea. <laughs> it's made out of spunk. It's, it's made a cup of, of coffee. coffee. <laughs> oh, it's yes. the nicest thing that Major Tom will drink. invented. Little wonder, little <laughs> wonder, you little wonder, little wonder, wonder you. cup of tea. <laughs> Piss in the sink, made out of jism, nostrils of men making it way. Uh, oh dear. dear. Are we finished now? I think we're finished now. <coughs> Are you just going to go for yeah. the song? Isn't that a song in Lemmy's, dodgy ladies? Oh no, it's lovely ladies. <sighs> Shifty ladies. Where are we going yet? Can you hear us all? Can you hear me? Can yeah. you hear me? <coughs> I can hear you all. Hello and welcome to Pub 6 on this thrusting anal penetration off Sorby Bridge. <laughs> what? Yes, I'm running out of metaphors <laughs> and euphemisms. We're only at pub six. So, uh, Duncan's looking worried because they didn't mention the anal penetration. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Along. Oh, no. yes. Well, never mind. And we're, we're going, pillow. yet again hiding in the corner of a pub without anybody knowing we're here. Apart from everybody. <laughs> Nobody say anything. If they ask, we're Russian spies. Yeah. That's our cover story. Yes. And uh, it's quite nice because the beer's hitting my head. I've only had a few. It's amazing how half pints do. I'm sure you get quite a lot more than a pint when you get two half pints. Well, only in the... You uh, reckon? (laughs) (laughs) What was that that second pub we went to? Uh, the, uh, the, white, the white horse, yeah, the yeah, white horse, not the windy gusset. In there, you do get more if you ask for two half pints. Have you? Have you heard that? Excellent. Uh, <laughs> you remember the confused barman? We asked for three and we got four. Yes. Ah, well, and nice. a pint, extra pint. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> no, that was the uh, that, that was, was the waiters. waiters where that happened. That was the third, fourth pub, in fact. We, yeah. d- we don't know where we are anymore. Mm. It's when they leave the pumps unattended. It's all, it's all getting mixed up and confused, isn't it? So, so yeah. just just before Christmas, the Pope said that uh, your pufter, uh, aka me, um, is a, a bigger threat to civilization than global warming. Yeah. 
I never yeah. realised when I heard that that he was referring specifically to you. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, but really. I, I was thinking about that in the week. I was thinking it is actually, in a way, quite heartwarming because in these in these modern times of you know kids running amok, it's nice to see at least the Catholic Church adheres to tradition by yes. uh, installing uh, just as much of a bigoted old cunt as the Pope as the last one Absolutely. was. Absolutely. And he'll still be saying that when Vatican City is halfway underwater due to global warming. Yeah. Yeah. It's all down to the homosexuals. They're drowning Vatican City in their jizz. Well, it's mm. not global warning. warming. It's bizarre, because most other religious leaders are pointing out all you know the mess that the economies are in all around the globe and saying, yeah. ah, it's all down to greed and everything and you should be all spiritual and then faith is, is the only true way you're going to yeah. find out. Yeah. But no, not your Pope. It's uh, the bummers. It's shirt. <laughs> it's shirt lifters. It's the bummers what done it. Yeah. What I would like to see is uh, a film, a film, or even a future. <laughs> yeah, a film of people. When there's just one, <laughs> one tiny little bit of the Vatican, a little little sticky up bit with the Pope still on it, just lifting his robes up so it's not getting wet. Mm. But yet, just as he thinks he's going to just drown and, and go to his his God, he's lifting his little robe up. And a man comes up behind him and bums him. <laughs> <laughs> and his last thing, his last words are, "Oh, oh, oh, that's quite nice, actually." <laughs> yeah. And then he what drowns. What have I been missing out on all these years? Damn well, it! After that's happened, Vatican City is halfway underwater. Mm. How are they going to do that thing where they like burn the stuff in the stove and the white or black smoke comes out? Uh, if that's all yeah. underwater, well, yeah, they'll never not. be able to. It depends. It depends because it, because bodies sometimes underwater sort of go purple. So, if a body comes to the surface and it's quite white, then they found a pope. Yeah. But if not, if it's just like a series of purple, almost black bodies bobbing to the surface... Then it's a black pope. No, then they haven't found one. Because <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> it says in that way. Yeah, and well, we've got a black, or almost black if you read the Daily Mail, uh, President-elect of the United States. Yeah, they, they don't like the fact that uh, it might even be slightly more black than they anticipated to begin with. They yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he a little bit more black than they thought? I thought he was supposed to be Irish, wasn't he? Because he's like Obama, <laughs> isn't he? Same as Obama, <laughs> O'Malley, and o- Barack. O'Shea. Barack yeah. Hussein Is that how he got in? Yeah, <laughs> he got the Irish vote. Yeah. <laughs> the... Um, he looks good in a swimming cosy, I've been told. I haven't oh, seen these pictures, yeah, but yeah, he's oh, on yeah. his holes. Heat magazine. Yeah. He was yeah. on his holes uh, oh, a week say. or so ago. I wouldn't have thought he had the boots for one. But, uh, no, they say Apparently. Like, shorts or briefs or whatever they wear to swim these days. It's not long since I've done it, I can't well, there remember. You go. A fuckable president. <laughs> for the first time since JFK. <laughs> well. And then you just had to fuck the hole in his face. He was crippled. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, that was the earlier one, wasn't it? Who had uh, TB? <laughs> earlier one. TB. Polio. Yeah, poli- polio, was it? Yeah, yeah, polio. Yeah, polio. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Go through the list, we'll be right at some point. Yeah. Might can just edit the right Syphilis one. Syphilis? Or... <laughs> yeah. You can Gonorrhea. edit this later. <laughs> Three legs. <laughs> <laughs> was it wider? <laughs> 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 we back to Heather Norfolk Cartney for all the leg jokes again. Oh. Mm. So yeah, it's been a, a nice day today. I, I, I it has, yeah. Say. It's nice. It's been fucking cold. Been yeah, no global warming around here. Yeah, yeah. bummers. Then. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so if we all if we all bum each other vigorously, will it warm up? <laughs> I don't know. Start, with, start on dunking it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Something well, will warm up. It, it won't actually warm up, but we'll just feel warmer inside. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> As the, until the spooge goes cold, and then you. You're really finished there. Yeah. Well, he's, he's sleeping on the damp <laughs> Dripping down your legs as you're going for a piss in the night. Yeah. <laughs> Which never happens, of course. Everybody wears uh, Johnny Foreigners these days. <laughs> <laughs> Not a condom, just a Johnny Foreigner. Like uh-huh. President-elect Obama. Yeah. Who? You're wearing him. Yeah. Uh, wearing him like Johnny and Bring him like a hat. I shall be on the phone to Max Clifford. <laughs> How much do I get for this story? You'll never guess who I've just slept with. <laughs> Easy. Sorry, bummed. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the term. That yes. was the to Daily Mail. <laughs> uh, See, all these people have been dying. We've had... We've had uh, Earth the kids. Earth the kids. And Kathy Staff, sadly miss. Yeah. Oh, and that's the uh, Jack Orvati. Oh, hey, yes. Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. Harold Pinter. Pinter, whoever he is. 
and, uh, and yet Max Clifford is still alive. There's something fucking no, fundamentally wrong with, no wrong with the world. In the world. Although the funniest thing was, if if you were reading uh, various papers uh, during the week about after Jack Douglas died mm. and looking on the online, the different um, the bit little different bits in in uh, inverted commas. In between his name, a Jack. Oh, yeah. Foy Douglas. Foy? Which I've never seen before. What does rubbish? Foy mean? Jack Huffer Douglas. Yeah, Huffer. That's, that's rubbish. That was the man with no, two no, brains. No, yeah. So mixing that up. And there were very, there were several others which I I have expunged or removed from my memory with the use of mind rubbers. How do they not employ anyone decent in newspapers? And don't forget, of course, Copyright, the late great uh, Postgate. Yes, yes. yes yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, a month ago now? It's been a sad end to a good year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, being dead is obviously quite yeah. sad. Is it the cold weather that's killed them all off or something? It'll be that and the credit crunch. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and the Daily Mail. The they the Daily Mail. They couldn't afford heating. Couldn't he have just burned bankers? Because that always looked flammable. All mice and then all the mice on the mouse organ, they'd have burned. Yeah. That went on the fire years. Health and safety. Never happened these days. No, it's been a funny old year. I mean, the, just this podcast itself has suffered from the credit crunch. Yeah. In February, when we started, we were drinking orange champagne. We yeah. were. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> then we went down through <laughs> we uh, sort of own brand champagne. Yeah, we went through, went, in one podcast, went through three bottles of orange champagne. And then we started, as you say, we went down to uh, Moe for one, um, which yeah. I just threw into my crotch because yeah. it was so disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> And it just went off in my hand. Podcast <laughs> used to be a quadraphonic recording, and we're down to two microphones now. That's so it. It's obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously and Cassini. Cassini. Oh, actually, before that, we went down to, uh, what was it? Uh, Lambrini. Hagsick. Hagsick. Ah, uh, yes. That was quite nice for a while. Yep. Uh, and then we did eventually get down to the Cassini. And then, and then uh, the last few have been on tea, tea and biscuits. <laughs> no, no, you've missed out Although, a couple of them. You missed out nice. uh, Lambrini. No, didn't no, do we that. didn't have them. What about White Lightning? No. No. No, we just chopped out a tea. Diamond eventually. white. We do have some standards. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but so yes, uh, any of you out there thinking about starting a podcast now, start the tea. Mm. Frankly, tea and bickies. Yeah. I, I decided that at one point I was spending, uh, I think it was 150 pounds each podcast. Criminy. On champagne. On champagne. That's just mental. <laughs> it was strange. Yeah. Oh, happy days. Uh, so uh, this is the end of the podcast. Is that it? Not so the end of the all done. It is, and uh, well, this is going to be going up on Monday or Tuesday, depending on my hangover after tonight. Mm. So uh, can't wait. So can't wait. Let's download it now. Mm-hmm. So, so from all of us here in the William the Fourth pub in Sawbridge, let's just say bye bye. 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 Heard in this episode of the Gentleman's Review podcast were Tom Stringfellow, Lisa Goddard, Martin Wolfenden, Andrew Wilson, Richard Skeen, and Duncan Greaves. It was produced by the floaty head of Pope Gregory the Twenty Thousand. For more information about this podcast, go to www.thegentlemansreview.com.